I have so many freaking self-development, like, excuse me, personal or spiritual, like personal development books. And I haven't even like read like, I've probably read like two of them out of like 150. (laughs) Because there's an addiction that we have to seeking outside of us for the answer, quote unquote. We think that if we buy this book, this will give us all the answers to all of our questions and all of our problems. And it's just not the case. You know, and it's the same thing that we do in our medical systems. We think a doctor is going to give us the answer. or we We do the same thing with love. We think this partner or this house or whatever is going to be the thing that fixes us. And while like the spiritual personal development community has done a lot of good, I have even found for myself, it's starting to do me more harm because we can only consume so much. You know, our brain is not meant to be like just completely information constantly. And when it is, like I said in my post, escape those feelings. And the feeling is where the wisdom is. You know, that's where we find our creativity. That's where we find essentially the answers, even though there really are none. Um, that's where we just create an intimate relationship with a relationship with ourselves. And I feel like that's what a lot of people are really afraid to go into because we don't, we're not taught how to be with ourselves. We're taught how to consume. We're taught how to consume information. We're taught how to consume clothes. We're taught how to consume media, propaganda, et cetera. It goes on and on and on, all to escape us from ourselves. And so, yeah, I mean, information is not necessarily a bad thing and it can be become too much when we're using it as another form of escapism, you know, and it can be a little more dangerous because we think, Um, dangerous for lack of better words, not that it's like going to kill you or anything like that. I mean, maybe spiritually, but yeah, information is not necessarily bad. And it's definitely used as a tool of escapism for a lot of people, including myself. Like I really have to check myself with that as well. Yeah, it is. I went through a period where I was just like deep on all of it. And Alan Watts, who's one of my favorites, says that you can't um, try and fix your life so much that you don't end up living it. Yep. And it is one of those things in the self-development space where it's like, man, there's a lot of books saying a lot of things. A lot of them are saying the same thing in different ways. And when you go on Instagram, it's like, there's how many graphics and how many photos and how many captions and all these things with a lot of information that you could spend your lifetime learning. <laughs> you know, That's what I've noticed too. It's like people are sharing the graphics, but people aren't actually like, reading or understanding what it is because there's a lifetime of learning oftentimes in like one graphic or like one quote. It's like, if the graphic says, you know, look to your past wounds for understanding your trauma. It's like, that's a whole lifetime of work. (laughs) And we're just kind of like consuming and letting it really be in our mind and not feeling it in our body. Um, And I think you're such a good example of that embodiment, like feeling it in, in your body. And how would you say, like for anyone listening that wants to feel more and wants to like experience it more, what would you suggest that they do? Yeah. Get off your phone. Honestly, like get off your phone, go be outside, go be with yourself. And like, that's way easier said than done. Or you think actually, you probably think that's like, oh, that's easy. I can do that. And then actually go try. Like literally go sit out in the woods, (laughs) go to the beach by yourself without your phone, without music and tell me how it is because that shit is hard. And That is how I have um, come to create this intimate relationship with myself. It's like literally removing any external stimuli minus like nature and my surroundings and going and listening to my thoughts. And 
Also, dance is a huge practice for me. Um, dancing has like completely changed my life, and I'm not a trained dancer or anything like that. But just like intuitive movement, allowing myself to like tell stories of whatever it is that I'm experiencing through my body, has been one of the most healing things ever. And so that's another really good practice for feeling is is movement and dance. And I teach yoga as well, and I incorporate. Some of the somatic movement in my yoga classes. So I would say, like, literally go, put your phone away, like, throw it in the fucking drawer and go outside and be in nature, like, sit in the sun, and then also start dancing. Like, dancing is really, really powerful. Can you talk more about the dancing piece? Like, I've experienced that. I haven't made it a, I feel like I do it when I need it instead of a daily yeah. practice, you know what I mean? But I would love to just kind of describe what's happening like somatically in the body when you are intuitively moving like that and especially to music because I felt it, but I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, totally. For me, so there's, I mean, a, a nerve called your vagus nerve that um, is the longest nerve in your body. And dancing is a really, really wonderful way to regulate that. And when we're in like repetitive states of trauma or we're when, when we're like too much in our sympathetic nervous system, that like fight or flight, our vagus tone gets out of, um, it gets like out of tune. And so I like to think of our body like instruments. Right. And so that's why I also do a lot of like chanting and singing to kind of tune my instrument back to that frequency of love. And so this is like more of a like spiritual esoteric uh, way I see dancing, I guess, but it really is a way to attune your body to whatever frequency that you're wanting to embody, mm-hmm. you know, because in like getting notifications all the time and we're not sitting with ourselves, our body is out of tune. And that's why a lot of us feel stressed. That's why a lot of us feel depressed. That's why a lot of us are in these like repetitive states of suffering is because we're out of alignment. We're not in tune. And so dancing, again, with the chanting and singing and spending time outside in nature and really being with yourself is a really wonderful way to kind of harmonize your frequency back to like whatever note it is that you're wishing to embody. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect sense yes. to me, honey. Uh, <laughs> makes perfect sense to me. It's always like, I would think about that when I like talk to to friends, like we'll say shit. And it's like, yeah, I feel like fruit has the highest vibration. So I just want to eat fruit for the morning. It's like, totally. You know, there's just shit that you say. You're like, yep, totally. That makes sense. There's no science behind it, but that feels good for me. And that makes perfect sense. Um, Well, and like, you know, like another thing about the information piece is like, we need, everybody thinks that we need proof to like prove anything these days. And I'm so tired of that. Like, if we had we had proof 60 years ago that like cigarettes were good for you, like fuck off. This science, yes, yeah, science is not all bad. And there's a lot of it that's obviously skewed for profit purposes. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't need proof to prove anything that I'm experiencing. I go based on what I feel. And yes. if it feels good to me, I'm going to trust that. And that's enough for me. Show me the science that dancing is good for yeah. you. Yeah. And then like, I'll do it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Show me the science that we're finely tuned instruments. I can't wait for for that headline. <laughs> Ecstatic dance is proven to something. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing too is just like exhausting because oh, it's annoying. like we're all just like looking for articles and like looking for all these things that prove whatever point that we have. Yep. And that's so much of the masculine, you know, that Ooh. linear 3D mode and some of our most powerful magic as women, you know, in law of one, they call it the magical personality is Mm -hmm. really like the intuition, the feeling, the like unexplainableness 
of life. It's like that creatrix energy. It's that logos. And we really shortcut ourselves, especially as women, when we are like, oh, let me find proof for why this feels good for me or, or whatever. And I find myself doing it. Like sometimes I'll like do one thing healthy and then I'll Google like, why is this healthy? <laughs> like I'll be like, have celery juice one morning. I'm like, why does celery juice help me health-wise? And I'll need like my own confirmation of things because we want that information. Yeah, it's it's a whole vibe. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose. And follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.